Hello humans of triathlon and welcome to the hot podcast where we bring you the ordinary but extraordinary world of triathlon one human one story at a time with the aim to inspire and to celebrate this life-changing sport and its humans through real authentic raw and enjoyable conversations with triathletes from all around the globe and from all walks of life I'm Swapnil Chauhan here with my co-host Charles Hunk and Radmom Robin along with an amazing guest It has been a while, an exact month to be precise. In a split of a second, in one of those unpredictable moments that go out of any kind of control or consciousness, the wheel skidded, the handlebar turned to the right, and within 500 meters of finishing the bike segment, everything changed. These are the words from today's guest to describe the final seconds before her latest accident during what was feeling as her best race ever, which turned out into a visit to the surgeon to fix a broken iliac crest. On Humans of Triathlon, we tend to present you with profiles of athletes who have been down, down, and managed to go up, up. But today's guest is actually no exception. Her recent visit to the surgeon was not the only one. In 2015, she had also an operation of, on a herniated disc on her lower back. And if it wasn't enough, our guest today is a colon cancer survivor, which she had to battle for a number of years since she was only 26. However, none of this stopped her from flourishing. It is during these tough times that we actually rediscover ourselves, and so did she. She deserves her to understand the importance of spending quality time with family and of a healthy life. And dear Lord, you should see her Instagram account to understand what she means with healthy life, especially with the amount of hashtag food porn posts of her super healthy meals, including bowls of oats, chia seeds, fantastic Greek yogurt, almonds, bananas, raspberries, chocolate, and coconut flakes. God, okay, I need to stop. I need to take some fresh air. Hold on. Right. So today, we have our second ever European guest, who actually has three common things with our previous European guest. Number one, she's a lady. Number two, she has also a background in ballet dancing. And number three, she's also in the same time zone, for which we're very extremely thankful for taking this call at this very late hour at night. So, live from Portugal, the land which is known essentially for three very important things in life. Number one, fresh, lush, and exquisite cod. Number two, it is the home of the world's most popular dessert wine, the port wine. And finally, it is the land of the best football player in the history of humankind. Good old CR7, Cristiano Ronaldo. Let's give it up for the lady known as at wakeup underscore Rita, the amazing Rita. Hi. Hello there. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Hi. Uh, Charles, thank you very much for that kind introduction. It's uh, amazing to see myself from the eyes and the words of uh, another person. It's uh, 
really really nice <laughs> <laughs> it, it seems it seems a different person <laughs> that's who you are very, very nice really nice thank you thank you uh, very much for having me yeah your work uh, with the humans of triathlon has been remarkable because it's uh, Amazing to see such different uh, people, um, normal people, common people with uh, special lives, family lives, and uh, doing some so much and um, balancing it uh, with um, with triathlon. Or it's it's amazing, really amazing. Thank you. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, we're definitely excited to have you on. I know you were a little bit nervous. You've told me yeah. a couple times. How are you feeling now? I'm not used to to talk uh, in English, so it's uh, I'm um, familiar with it. I can write very well, but uh, vocabulary and so during speech, I'm I was a little bit nervous. Yes. <laughs> well, I think you're doing just fine. Thank you. So tell me what to, what yeah, can so I tell you? The way we usually like to start our episodes is by going into our guests' past and childhood just to give yeah. us a bit of context and, you know, start building up the timeline. So okay. it would be great if you could take us back and just talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, okay. Um, I was very blessed. Uh, I, um, I had a very happy childhood. I um, grew up with my parents and uh, younger brother. Uh, I was born in 81, so uh, no cell phones, no tablets, uh, just a lot of... Uh, Fresh air and uh, outdoor time. Um, Beautiful. Close to the yeah, <laughs> close to the family. Uh, I um, I'm really privileged because I I was born um, in a small city uh, near the sea. Uh, Portugal has a lot of beaches and uh, and I, I I live really really near to one of them. Um, even if it's a little bit cold because it's in the north of the country. But yeah, I, I, I used to spend a lot of time outdoors, visiting and uh, knowing uh, a lot of the country by car on the weekends. And so um, I used to live really near to my grandparents. Um, so yeah, a lot of uh, uh, quality time outdoors, playing with my brother and cousins at the we. We had the same age, so yeah, really happy childhood. I can't uh, very very normal public school, you know, uh, no problems. Yeah, I was blessed with that, really blessed. Was there any particular sport or activity that you enjoyed back then? I was. <laughs> Charles uh, introduced me like a, a with with a common background with the other um, uh, guests. And uh, and that's true because I I, um, I I used to play ballet since I was five years old. So uh, it was a lot of years doing ballet. Uh, I I don't remember very very well the, the first years, but uh, mm. I know that the the kind of things you learn in doing ballet uh, were really important for the way. That nowadays I see myself in the world of sports because the, the self awareness, the body uh, knowledge, the yeah. the way you have to be really 
uh, this uh, you have to know how to use the discipline, the mental strength to be in, to the sacrifice, the demanding, the focus, the concentration. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know if you, when you are really really uh, young you see that, but uh, as you grow old and uh, start to realize what your what your body can do. You you start to demand more of it, and um, yeah. I haven't told you, but I I I I left the the classes uh, when I was a teenager. Uh, I don't know, but maybe when I was fifteen or sixteen, and only got back to it um, after university. So, what was the reason for that? Um, yeah, I was a Kind of a tomboy, you know. Ballet was too pink for me. <laughs> <laughs> too pink. Too pink, yeah. Uh, and in that age, um, I get that. <laughs> yeah, in that age, I, I uh, wanted to play other sports, no other things. Spingo, where I live, is um, really known for volleyball, beach volleyball, and. Um, I don't know. I guess I I would like to spend more time with friends, and uh, uh, it was uh, starting to be really demanding. Uh, I guess I didn't have the maturity to to do it uh, more professionally. You know, uh, and uh, I guess I I'm, I I I didn't quit sports. I start doing with rhythmic gymnastics <laughs> um, but uh, during university no during university I didn't any just going to the gym sometimes and um, but nothing really serious don't know why don't know why really I guess my head wasn't in that place I don't know was there something you missed about it at that time did you feel like yeah. um, you were missing yeah. it yeah probably but uh, I only realized it afterwards you know mm. because uh, i remember really clearly uh, in a conversation with uh, my former teacher ballet teacher and uh, she saying to me you should come back you should come back we have contemporary now and you will enjoy it and i gave it a chance you know i i went back and started uh, again and uh, that time my head was uh, on the right place Uh, and uh, it really made my day uh, going to classes um, at the end of the day, and um, I started started taking it more seriously. Uh, went back to classical classes, and it was really really nice. You see, when I had the diagnosis of cancer, when I knew I was sick, the first, not the first, but. Uh, One thing that uh, kept me going and uh, that was always on my mind was when I when will I be able to dance again? Uh, and that uh, um, was really important that time. Really, really important. Um, and what age were you when you were first diagnosed? Yeah, uh, I was 26. It was uh, uh, 2007. Mm -hmm. um, And you don't expect that. No one expects. Exactly. So what, what was your first initial reaction to that? Uh, pinch me. 
uh, I am dreaming. You know, mm-hmm. it's a bad dream. Uh, I will wake up. I will wake up. I will wake up. And then, no, you don't wake up. Mm. It must be terrifying at yeah, that young age. You don't take, you, you are not expecting. Yeah. No, no, you are not. I was, uh, you see, I was a vegetarian back then, an active person who didn't smoke, uh, didn't, uh, you see, uh, yeah, super healthy and super young. I mean, yes. No risk factors, nothing that would. No risk factor, no, uh, the same problems in the family. No, there weren't. Um, It's lottery. Can we say that? Lottery? You know, uh, like, uh, why me? Yeah, just a chance, just a random. So initially, was your mindset more of why me? No, um, it, it, it goes through your mind, but uh, I, I didn't uh, stuck with it. No. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, that common sentence, uh, you don't, you never know how strong you are until you, until being strong is the only way there is. Um, yep. it's more or less like that. I just, I tried to focus on the, what the doctors told me I could do, um, instead of what I couldn't. And if staying positive would help, uh, I tried to, to do, to do it. Um, I tried to um, do everything right, the, the treatments, the, um, and hope for the best, and hope for the best, but uh, you never know. When I was, there's something really, really strange I didn't realize back then, but um, I thought that uh, uh, in my positive way of seeing it, I thought, okay, I'm going to grow strong, uh, stronger. I will be stronger after this. I will be okay, and I will be stronger. But um, I guess I am stronger, <laughs> but um, there's a hole, um, a black hole <laughs> inside that stays with you forever. Yeah. There's no other way to put it. Is that hole a fear or? Yes, yes. A huge fear, yes. The fear of? The fear of losing time. Uh, the fear of, uh, so I'm here. So I have to make the best out of it. You see, mm. uh, I had a second chance. So, oh, please, please let the, I have to hurry to do everything, to feel everything before someone gets to me again and say, okay, you will have to go through everything again. Mm. And uh, I don't know if it's the same for everyone. Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, maybe it's not uh, it's not a, f- a daily fear, you know. It's not uh, yeah. something that is present every day, but um, uh, but it's a kind of a urgency of now. I think there's a music with this name, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it is it's a um, um, fear of losing something. And how long was the process of recovery for that? Um, the, the whole process of, uh, uh, radio, chemo, surgery, chemo again, uh, one year, 
when you rent something. Uh, I was lucky that I lucky. I started working um, almost after it, and it helped me with daily routine and everything. Uh, it helped me to get my life back on track. But I was really young. You see, I I had um, finished university just some years before. I was starting to build. Uh, uh, life. I was um, working far from home, far from where I live now, where I used to live, and I didn't after the treatments, and so I didn't want to go back again, far to to somewhere where far from my family. I I wanted to stay near. Were um, you able to return to dance? Yes, uh, slowly. Yes, but very slowly. I didn't feel my. Um, my uh, abs, <laughs> I didn't have uh, any strength. Uh, I was, I was really thin, really weak. But uh, I recovered. I um, I got stronger physically after gradually. Yes, really gradually. But I got stronger. <laughs> and then the doctor told me that uh, pain in my back was. Um, hernia <laughs> when i was diagnosed with cancer uh, i i paralyzed when the doctor told me i had a, an hernia i just blew out in tears mm. <laughs> um and it's been like that uh, with these health problems i've had um each one seems harder than the other because it's they are adding up piled on top yeah, they are adding up but um, with that back problem with that issue I was I was in really in really I was in pain I was suffering a lot with the, the kind of exercise I was doing and ballet and dancing I was really in pain and um, I I started um, going less times. Uh, I started uh, backing up a little because I was really in pain. But it was time, I guess. I, it was time. I'm. It was a. Um, uh, it was a, a period of a lot of changes in my um, personal life. I met my husband. I um, who have been doing uh, triathlons. Um, I started running, even though the back pain, I, I felt very, I discovered that it was really good, made me feel really, really well running mm. and, um, started, um, surfing also. Surfing? Oh. Yes. I, it's, there's a, uh, an amazing wave just, uh, some meters from my home. So it, nice. I had to try it. <laughs> it looks like you live near a beautiful ocean from your pictures. Yeah, the ocean is really important for for us. You see, we we live in um in a very good apartment, uh, but we don't have enough space, enough room for all the bicycles, the surfboards, <laughs> the, the everything that's in our living room uh, so we but we can't uh, there's it, we don't seem to find a place with some 
you know, with a garden or some place out, uh, outdoors that we could k keep our things together, but it's far from the ocean and we don't want it. <laughs> I can totally understand that. <laughs> yeah, it's so good because um, uh, I can just uh, get out of the door and uh, there's a special place to run or to go ride the bike. And uh, so... Uh, it's difficult to find another place like this, uh, even wind with uh, with a garden. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm losing myself. Where where was I? Um, so how how did you come about triathlon? Ah, okay, yeah, it was that time. I was uh, I was uh, with a hernia in my lower back, but I started running. Don't. Yeah, it's not uh, the best thing to do, I know, but uh, yeah. Uh, Ivo, that's my husband, he had done uh, 70.3 uh, just mm -hmm. some months before. I And he encouraged me to buy, uh, to buy a, a bike and I started riding and fell in love with riding. Never thought on that. I, I, I remember riding my bike when I was a child, but... After that, I don't recall uh, riding ever again. Only some years ago when I bought my road bike and started, I, I didn't know how to to use the cleats. And uh, it was... Uh, it was Learning experience. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yes, it was funny to see me f fall here in the... In the just in front of the house. And um, I had to find uh, time for training because as I work nine to six uh, and uh, I have a stepson, Ivo's son, Santiago, that's my son of the of my heart. Uh, there's, there's no much time left. So I had to start training at 6 a.m. or uh, but uh, I can tell you now that I'm uh, recovering from my 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 accident uh, now that that's the thing i miss most to to wake up really early and have that time for me myself my training uh and i can't seem to get back on it <laughs> yeah i can totally relate to that mm. so so what happened what happened this time around um Yes, I started training, okay? I started running, uh, taking it a little bit more seriously, uh, doing some 10K races, uh, local races here. Uh, but I was suffering with my back pain. Um, and uh, So you had surgery for your back pain, right? Yes, I had because I went to the doctor in a crisis and I couldn't lift my big toe in my feet. Uh, and he said, okay, it's uh, today. We have to to go to surgery today. And oh, did that uh, fix the problem? Yes, it fixed the problems. I, I, uh, since then, I never had another pain in my back again. Nice. Yeah, I, I have to knock on the wood or something like <laughs> that. I'm afraid of saying this. <laughs> right. Because... Uh, now it's really, really okay. Um, uh, I, w I went through uh, six months, more or less, of recovery. Uh, a lot of Pilates. Uh, how do you say in English? Pilates? Pilates, yeah. Yeah, Pilates. And I uh, got my back stronger. 
and it's okay it's really nice i don't want to <laughs> talk about it because it's really <laughs> nice it's okay uh i quit dancing you know and uh, i quit i stopped doing it and that was really demanding for my back i, can I guess more than running uh, more than running i i think um so i've been really well of my back uh yeah really well not pro not a problem So when I got better, as Ivo uh, encouraged me, and I said to myself, "Yeah, I'm going to try it. I'm going to swim. Let me see if I can swim." <laughs> uh, and um, uh, started doing a little bit uh, further, a little bit more, a little bit more, and um, sign in for an Olympic distance, an Olympic race, and. Uh, In uh, let me see, one year of since my back surgery, uh, I, I did. I finished it, and I was really proud of myself when uh, when I got to the finish line. Really, really proud of myself because it was. I was happy during the race, you know. Sure, I was really happy. It made me. I can relate triathlon to ballet because um, there's kind of. You look for you, you. You are you strive to perfection. You know to be your best self. Even if dance is, I can, I see it in a more creative way. Triathlon allows me to uh, individually find where I can be a little bit better, where I can um, enjoy myself because I need that that kind of therapy to shut up the voices in my head that are constantly talking. So I need this kind of demanding exercise. I have to be out of air or counting <laughs> or looking at my watch or so that I'm not hearing other things, uh, common things, daily problems, uh, other things in my head. So that's why it's therapy for me. And I, I had that when dancing, and I have that uh, now with uh, triathlon. Mm. That's how I can relate the both, <laughs> them both. And what is the triathlon? What is the triathlon scene like there where you live? Are you able to do local races, or do you travel? Uh, there are there aren't many, but there are some some regional competitions. Normally, usually very hilly courses mm -hmm. uh, yeah but that's good now we have a challenge L Lisboa in the ca in mm. the capital the challenge uh, series that's a little bit far yeah the challenge in Lisboa and we will have uh, Ironman Cascais uh, next week it's a 70.3 uh, I have heard some rumors about it becoming uh, a full Ironman distance i don't know if that will happen but uh, because there isn't any full ironman distance here in portugal mm. yeah only in spain only in spain I, i've been uh, this year i've been doing some regional races here but they are not very one year it's in one place the other year it doesn't happen so there's not Uh, even though it's um, a sport that's growing up in popularity, there isn't many people doing it. Not as it. consistent. Uh, no, it's not very consistent. People don't 
quite know what it is. They people always ask me, but uh, what's the distance? Do you swim first, <laughs> ride, or ride first, or run? Or people who don't belong to this um, sport don't know what it is. Uh, don't know. Just look and say, "Oh, you crazy people!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're right. When you start saying, "Yeah, yeah, they are right." Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was the first one to say that <laughs> before, I guess. Yeah. When Ivo told me he was doing 1,900 uh, meters swimming, uh, 90 ki kilometers riding, and then you will, would run a uh, half marathon, I said, crazy, you are crazy. <laughs> and then he said, no, I'm going to do a full Ironman. And said, you are crazy, you are crazy. And then uh, now I want to do one too. So <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, I don't know how I've been talking to, I've, I've known a lot of people since I'm um, doing and training for triathlons and uh, pretty amazing people. Uh, but they are the ones that understand this addiction, you know, this uh, good addiction. They are the ones. It's uh, yeah. You need to feel it. You need to get it into it to start actually understanding. No. Can I ask a question now that I'm talking to you? Do you feel it also the difficult understanding by the people and the family and the friends around when you say, for instance, that uh, oh, I have to go to bed early because tomorrow I have to get up from bed really early. Uh, or if you say, no, I won't go for a two hours ride and I only will be back late in the afternoon or something like that. Sometimes my parents, uh, it's difficult for them to understand yeah. these kind of <laughs> dynamics. Yeah, I think at the start, maybe, because as the longer you go, the more people know this is just part of your life. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the beginning, for sure. Yeah, now now it's better. Yes, now it's better. Uh, now they can see that uh, it makes uh, us happy. So I guess that's that's better. There are worse things to be addicted to, <laughs> or to be involved with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they're still understanding. But even though I mean, I still publish things on Instagram, and I still get comments from the same people saying, "I cannot believe you're still doing this." I, can't, I don't know how you wake up at five in the morning to go for that two-hour, three-hour ride. So it's, it's a constant, I think, sort of uh, unbelief from people. Yeah, people don't. We don't have to be uh, all the same. Huh? It doesn't have to be the same for everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, if it makes you happy, if it's okay, if it's healthy, if you don't know, if it if it doesn't harm you in any way. If only when you crash, <laughs> like me, uh, it's okay, I guess. So yeah, talking about crashes, you're going to a rehab right now. You know what's that been like? Because, like you said, you know it's just been one thing after the other for you. Yeah. And yes. So why why not just call it quits now? And what keeps you getting out of bed every morning with a desire to make a comeback? Because it makes me happy. Hey everyone, a quick little break here to talk to you about a giveaway that we have going on on the Humans of Triathlon Instagram and Facebook pages. 
We've partnered with folks over at Mind Over Matter Athlete and are giving away to one lucky winner one of their tri suits for free. So to enter the giveaway, all you have to do is leave the podcast a rating and review in whatever platform you're listening to it on, and take a screenshot of that review and message it to us on Instagram or Facebook. The winner will be announced on 30th of September, so you have till then to enter. And all the details I just spoke about can be found on our Instagram and Facebook posts. So make sure to head on over there and enter yourself to stand a chance to win one of their amazing tri kits. All right, now let's jump right back into this conversation with Rita. Because uh, I'm not happy when I'm not doing it. I have to to have some kind of balance. I'm not, um, how do you say it, when you decide to do things um, uh, without thinking, I'm not that kind of person. I'm impulsive. Uh, yeah, I'm not really, really impulsive. Uh, so I, I, I think a lot. I'm a, an overthinker. <laughs> uh, so I know and I feel, I feel and I know that it makes me happy. So... I have to get back, you see, if it's not for a huge race, it doesn't matter. What matters that is that I do everything that I can to get back on my morning rides or runs, uh, even if it's slower, even if it's just for fun. For me, it's important that I know that I'm doing my best for it, you see, and it has been a little frustrating, to say the least, after the crash, it has been really frustrating, I'm, I was uh, training uh, really well, you see, uh, you know, for the past 10 months, I was preparing that race, um, you felt really strong in the race, yeah, I felt uh, like never before, Uh, I've never done a 90 kilometers ride. I've never. And I, I did it easily during the race, really easily. Um, I was feeling great. I was feeling really, mm. really well. My coach, my coach said afterwards, yes, and that was the time to be better. Uh, it was that race. <laughs> uh, so... I stopped my Garmin, you see, because <laughs> after the crash, uh, immediately when I was in the floor, because I couldn't, I, I didn't want to miss the, the recording. <laughs> oh, wow. Because That's tough. That is tough. No, I, because I didn't <laughs> lost my consciousness. Um, I was, uh, I didn't, uh, um, I was awake. I was riding. It was, uh, there were only 500 meters to T2. I had already ride for 93 kilometers. So I just thought, okay, I'm going to stop, go to the bathroom uh, in a second and then start running. I was feeling my legs uh, light. I wasn't feeling, I was really, really happy. And that gets me really i don't know i can't be angry angry with myself but uh ah if you could turn back time but okay so now i have to 
get better and uh, today is a good day because my I went to the doctor and uh, he said uh, the bone is perfect so nice uh, oh yeah. that is awesome yeah that's it, a good good news I had today x-ray done and uh, bone is perfectly uh, consil- consolidated so I can start gradually doing my exercise get, regain my strength uh, in in my legs because my muscles are weak now uh, yeah of course it's been a month right two months and a half two months right. and a half wow yeah of course yeah uh, so but uh, I've been going to the pool I've been swimming a lot it's good because it doesn't <laughs> hurt right yeah the good thing about triathlon, you can do one thing, you do the other. Uh, and uh, once uh, once the doctor told me I was able to go to the pool, it was the first thing I, I did. Uh, <laughs> Let's go to the pool. Five, five minutes later, yeah. Uh, almost, almost, <laughs> yeah, almost. Because uh, I don't know if you have been through it, but uh, when you... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When you exercise every day or with rest days and so, but uh, every day, and then in uh, from one moment to the other, you are in the bed. Yeah, I mean, how many hours were you putting in training right before the the accident? The, I don't know, nine, ten hours a week. Not too much. It was not too much. I don't have a lot of time, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you've been, I mean, if you've been spending that ten hours a week, then I cannot imagine like right after the accident is just what do you do with those 10 hours no that's at least part of the frustration no yeah. you go your crazy head, your head goes crazy yeah um, completely crazy i couldn't move my leg uh, i was in a bed for a week completely in bed you see just laying down uh one week uh, when I, I i look back now i see wasn't that uh, bad. I tend to things to look at things in a positive way, and now I see. Okay, it, there are people that go through worse things, but it was really bad. I don't. I don't know. Everyone always tells me. Always tell me. Uh, you went through a cancer. You recovered. And now you are like that because you just broke a bone that everyone is telling you that you will recover and you will get better. And I, I, I don't bite, but in that week I could. <laughs> <laughs> you might have. <laughs> yeah, I might have because uh, I didn't want to hear that. You know, um, no, not again. Not again. I didn't want to hear that again. Uh, so that I don't have any choice now, so I have to get better, get back. So what's what's one thing? If there's one thing you've learned from all the things that you've gone through, what what is that? Don't think you have the time. Uh, don't postpone things. Don't um, leave it mm. to tomorrow. If you can do it today, do it today. Uh, if you love someone, say it to the person. Uh, if uh, you want to go and watch the sunset today because it's beautiful, 
go today because tomorrow it may be foggy. <laughs> See, um, I realized that um, when we have a crash or get, get sick or, or someone tells you that you may die, you realize in that split of a second that um, you don't take anything with you, then your feelings, your thoughts, the experiences you have lived, the emotions you have felt, and the, f the things you have lived, your friends, your family, the smiles, the, the bad things, the good things, but what, what is it inside of you? You see, I don't know if it's if this is too too emotional or or so, but uh, it's true. You see, and I guess it was in that moment um, the doctor told me, "Yeah, you may die," mm. and everything changes. Everything, everything, everything. Mm. I have a lot of friends that uh, Portugal is not in a really good economic situation and political and so. And I have a lot of friends that think about going abroad and um, working abroad and so. And I couldn't do that. I couldn't leave my parents, my... I couldn't. <laughs> Don't, I can't explain you, but I couldn't. Mm. And Those family it. ties became really much more meaningful yeah. and important Yeah, going Completely. through that. Yeah, completely. I, I understand that uh, this isn't the same for everyone. And I respect that completely. I respect. Uh, I realize that um, people have different goals in life, different needs. Um, but I had the, lu the luck. I was lucky enough to understand what mine are. Um, mm. And uh, I work and I like what I do. I'm a graphic designer and uh, I like my, uh, my team uh, and everything. But I cherish too much the time I spent uh, with my family, the time I spent uh, in this sport that I now consider a way of living uh, because it makes me feel happy things uh, it makes me feel blessed you know it makes me feel that i'm doing something for me and for um, kind of, a kind of legacy i want to uh, leave to the people around me mm, when they say oh you are crazy i say no but you can do it also try it <laughs> try <laughs> you you may you may like it <laughs> uh, they don't understand Thanks. <laughs> but I have I have one thing that I'm uh, proud of because uh, one team one um, one friend of mine that works with me uh, she started she went back to she had done athletics yeah she she was in a team when she was younger and she got back to it once I started uh, uh, motivating her and that's nice that's really nice. Mm. Okay, but ask me more things if you want. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. I have the next question right here on the top of my tongue. I'm talking, talking, talking. <laughs> so now... No, I'm interested in... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Charles. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just, just a quick one. It's now that the doctor, you know what? He just came and said, you're ready. You're 
iliac crest has now fully healed and now you can slowly start you know, like starting to train or you've been doing some swimming already but now you can get back to it are you one of those um crazy people like me who like to plan triathlon seasons decades in advance or, or are you more of the, the person who looks into the next couple of weeks? Uh, what's what's next for you now? I'm 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 <laughs> I'm in the middle of it right now because uh, I was telling a friend of mine uh, I don't know what I'm going be I'm, I don't know what I will be able to do in a couple of weeks, but I want to sign in for a lot of races for next year, but. <laughs> Um, yes, I, I, I want to prepare this, the next season, um, but I don't know how to do it because uh, I don't know how much time I will need to completely regain my, my where, where I was at, at least. <sighs> but I have to finish 170.3. I don't know when or but i have to mm. i have to finish one that's the next that's, that's the target 70.3 yeah yeah it's one i don't know if it's in victoria again it's going to be iron man next year it was not it was a local organization now it's it will be an iron man oh yeah i, I saw that yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't know if it's there or in another place i was thinking on going to itu uh, that will be in pontevedra um, close by and run Yes, yes, yeah, it's close. And it would be great to race with national colors. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice. It's in uh, May. It's in it's in perspective. Uh, it may be uh, it may be a good a good thing to start. Don't know. <laughs> I will be I will be happy when I once I start uh, running again. It seems like I don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll come back. <laughs> yeah, if if, if rides uh, when uh, they say uh, once you learn how to ride a bike, you don't uh, yes. forget about <laughs> it. I, I guess running it's the same. <laughs> uh, but that's pretty much it. I um, I don't know what I'm. I was so so used to have a, a tight schedule that now I have to find things to. To fulfill that hours, <laughs> I was all those extra hours that training takes up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, food, is, is food. food and cooking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we yeah. have to touch on that. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> I, I'd like to 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 try on new recipes and, uh, but I, you know, I was really uh, hungry uh, when I was training uh, more. Um, and now I, I, I am not that hungry. Uh, it's, it's kind of basic, uh, basic to me um, because if I don't waste a lot of energy, I don't uh, need to eat that much. Um, and because of my disease, I have some uh, colon issues and uh, I can't eat everything I want. That's a daily uh, struggle also so i have a, i have a lot of i have to consider t uh, very well what i'm going to to eat um mm -hmm. because there are things i can't eat and so and um but i i love to eat <laughs> i can't eat the vegetables i want what's something you're obsessed with eating right now 
with eating a tomato because doctor said that would be good for me not to eat it. So now I can't live without it. You see? The... <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing when once someone says you can't eat it you can't no, have it no that's when you must you most want to do it well at least it's something healthy but um, uh, i've been trying to do home homemade yogurts and homemade jam trying to cook without sh refined sugar um, trying to find some substitutes and see things like that. Trying to to know a little bit more about the the ingredients I use and where the food comes from. I'm not um, fundamental about things, but uh, I, I would always like to find the balance in it. But um, I like to know where the food comes from. I like to know if uh, the vegetables come from the lady uh, that I know that uh, grow them in the farm or uh, how she treats the, the vegetables during the, the grow, the meat, the fish. Uh, it's hard to know where the food comes from in the supermarket. And uh, that's right. important for me. And do you have good local, like, um, farmers markets and stuff where you live? Yeah, if um, if I have, the, if I make the time to to go and uh, and pick the things, um, yes, I have. I have. We have a an excellent uh, week market with fresh uh, products, and if you know the right uh, people, you know where to. To buy, yeah, it's good. And uh, fish here in the really next next to sea, oh, so amazing. yes, the fish <laughs> fish is amazing. Yeah, you don't need much. You don't need much to to eat uh, amazing fish here in Spino. Yes, it's uh, amazing. Not only cod and uh, port wine, <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> but in Portugal you eat you eat really really well, really well. Yeah really really well and that's important we eat a lot in our home my mother <laughs> is always she she doesn't believe what we the amount of things we eat for a week well like like charles said i love seeing it on your uh, on your instagram feed all your beautiful food pictures and i i love to to photograph you know um instagram and social media and everything it's um, a way i can connect um with people that share same same interests and so but it's um something that i really like to do photographing and um writing and yeah i guess uh, that's like we had a we had another ballerina on before and what she said was yeah. the creativity that she used to get yeah. she used to put yeah. into the ba ballet and so after she left that she started using writing for that creative outlet yeah, yeah. no i never thought on that i never thought on that but that's true yeah that's true it's uh well and it, it doesn't surprise me that you're in graphic design because your your photos and your feet are very lovely i, I like to make uh, a beautiful wall i like to but i like to to keep things real you know uh the words i use the things it, it has to make sense for me because other 
uh, a way is not uh, not authentic. Um, it, it's I try to make photos. I search for uh, a good light, uh, the, the, a good orientation, and so. But um, but it's me. It's my feet. It's my <laughs> it's me running, or it's me jumping, or it's my husband, my son. You know, it's um, it's just us and our our life. I was a little in in the beginning. I was a little shy to share these things uh, i'm not that uh, i'm i'm a really i'm a, a little bit introverted and and i i don't uh, i'm not used to share uh, a lot of things and this uh, kind of channel that instagram and so it's a it's a kind of building you know a kind of um, i started realizing that it was motivating for people it was a kind of uh, it was a, like writing a story a kind of a tool a tool that nowadays we have to to build our story you don't have to write a book but it's kind of a book in words so a, a daily book and i started uh, liking doing it uh, and sharing it i've i've known a lot of people by doing it knowing we don't really know people in social <laughs> media but some 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 people i have some portuguese people um that i know that i knew by instagram uh, i've met them and now they are friends and um it's nice to look back at it <laughs> and see where we came from so uh, I don't know if Anna, that's a friend of mine, is going to hear this, but she's going to do uh, Iron Man uh, next uh, Sunday in uh, Emilia Romana. So muita sorte, Anna. Best of mm -hmm. luck for her. It's her, her first. So where can everyone find you on Instagram and everywhere else? Uh, I have a, it's wake up underscore Rita. Uh, my blog, it's the same, uh, wakeuprita.wordpress.com. And I, I struggled a lot to find a name for it. But once I found it... Why did you choose Wake Up Rita? Because that kind of wake-up call I had, the kind of a, a remind to myself to not fall asleep, because it's too easy to fall asleep again. Mm. Even when you have so many wake-up calls. It's too easy to sit on the couch. It's too easy to say, no, today I'm, I'm going to stay here. Today I'm not going out. It's too easy to say that. And, but I, 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 I also need that reminder. <laughs> that reminder. So um, it keeps me going. So I, I, I thought it was a, a good name. So I have a blog and I, I have a Facebook and Instagram. Only that I share some some thoughts, some training, some routines, some food, <laughs> some recipes, and so I try to do it in English and in Portuguese. Yes, and those of us who don't speak uh, Portuguese really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I know it, it was. It's, it's difficult for me to speak, you know. I'm always thinking, uh, self-correcting myself, that I'm not using the right verb in the right way. 
in the moment I'm speaking, you know, that's why I, I stop so I pause so much. Uh, but I love to write, and um, I try to do it uh, in uh, uh, in English and in Portuguese differently. You see, as if I was not a traduction, a literal traduction. I try to write it in English and write it in Portuguese. Uh, so it makes sense it, sense the both way. The only thing is for your uh, for your bowls pictures on Instagram. I didn't need the translation. No, it was just very straightforward. <laughs> uh, that's right. But um, it, it's good. People, I, I like when people ask me the recipe, so they will try. <laughs> awesome. It's nice to have some quality time at home. It's not. Uh, common but uh, nowadays with these uh, months i've been more at home i can try things uh, it's it was good because i it was good weather outside and i in with my crutch crutches i could um, i tried to walk a lot uh, try to regain confidence uh, challenging my my leg i can now hold my knee up high, um, a little bit more. I hope that uh, it uh, slowly uh, will get better. Uh, I, I know it will. Well, we're certainly rooting for you. I know. Thank you very much. It, it's a pleasure to to know you. You know, it's a, it's really nice that these things. I've been uh, listening to the other guests uh, these past days, and uh, it's. It's really, really nice to hear the people talking uh, about their experiences. And uh, I have a lot of respect for people that uh, can balance these things, this uh, family life, professional life, and still do what they do. It's, uh, it's really nice to hear the voice, you know, to see how true people, not just some words and pictures on cell phone, mm. on the computer, yeah. It's really, really nice to hear, of, hear your voice. All right. So, Rita, just a final few questions before we wrap things up. So, you've already given us tons of messages, but if there's one message that you want people listening to take away from your story, what would that be? Uh, I guess I've told this, but um, don't waste time. You know, right. don't get stressed with things that really don't matter. Um, try to breathe in, breathe out, and uh, reconnect and be in the moment. Yeah, and realize that uh, no, this matters. This doesn't matter, and go for what matters, what makes you happy. Uh, be true with the the voice that you have inside. We all all have that. We all have that little voice that. Uh, sometimes we try to shut up, but uh, uh, she, the voice keeps speaking. So be true to it. Um, I realize that only when I'm true to it, I'm. It's the only way I'm in peace. And it, I'm not an easy person. I'm stubborn to <laughs> say the least. And sometimes is sometimes is not easy. I was trying to find a word to describe the expression my mother uses to when she talks about me, and I don't know how to say it in English. Um, but he say, she says that I'm a, a little bit harsh sometimes, 
because I'm I don't want to waste time in small talk, you know. <laughs> uh, and sometimes people need that, <laughs> and I don't need that. Right. So be true to your true self. Try to find what makes you happy. Yes. Are there any people or brands you like to give a shout out to? Yes, I have to give a shout out to my um, friends at Foher. Um, it's a brand in uh, Australia from Kylie and Anna. And even though they probably don't know this, but uh, the connection I had with them when I became an ambassador for the brand, it, uh, it was the trigger to start doing uh, this uh, in Instagram. And it um, started as a kind of not really important thing. And then it grew and uh, became part of my daily life. And uh, I have to thank them because with that, uh, it helped me uh, realize how important the training I was doing was for me. And I, I had the chance to look at it from a different perspective. <clears throat> not only training, but I can do the photos, I can write, I can share my story. Uh, and I started doing this because of them. So um, they are a, a bunch of uh, supporting ladies, amazing ladies uh, that support each other. It's true, they do. And uh, I, maybe one day I'll get to Australia to meet them personally. <laughs> I hope so. Um, yeah, that's really, really, really nice. So the other shout-outs are only for my family, husband, son, that uh, keep up with me uh, in a daily basis. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for being here and sharing. Uh, no, thank you for being there. I Sometimes I don't uh, realize that my I don't see my story as that remarkable because I see it step-by-step. Uh, step. Uh, as a, an, a learning process so but when I look at it in a, in a whole to how, when I see the whole picture yes it has been a it has been something to yeah but I'm happy I'm uh, I'm blessed all right and just our last question why do you try why do I try um, because I want to see I don't, how far I can go, how much I can endure. It gives me a sense of uh, accomplishment, you know, doing a little bit better, a, lo a little bit faster, just see what, what I can do. And uh, I can compete with myself, you see, um, and that's... Uh, that's good. Makes me want to go further. And that finish line feelings are something everyone should try <laughs> once in a while. Perfect. All right. Thank you, Rita. This was yeah, amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed today's show and love the hot podcast, we would love for you to subscribe, rate, and leave the podcast a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Your review helps us out a lot and would be very much appreciated. Thank you all again for being a part of this community. If you haven't already, you can find us and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Strava at Humans of Triathlon. 
So head on over there and let us and our guests know how you liked this episode. Also, the show notes for everything mentioned or discussed on the episode can be found on our website. That's humansoftriathlon.com slash hotpodcast. And be sure to join us again next week where we'll bring you another amazing guest and story from this ordinary but extraordinary world of triathlon. And until then, everyone, keep trying. <laughs>